Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Q, with another episode of What Matters to Q. Now, this is a wonderful April Fool's Day of 2022 on a Friday, but I'm not here for jokes. (laughs) I'm here to talk about something that came across my mind while I was brushing my teeth this morning. Go figure. So, I'm going to dive right in. And it is the Institute of Marriage. When I was brushing my teeth for some odd reason this morning, the thought that came over my mind was back in the day, long back, biblical days, whatever your beliefs may be, let's talk about ancient times. Marriage was a transaction. It was a business deal. It was, I'll come work for you and you let me marry your daughter. I'll give you these cows, you give me your daughter. It was some kind of exchange in a business format. Now, we know our Indian culture, they uh, select a spouse for their sons. Um, They select a set of women, and the son gets to interview them, go to lunch with them, dinner, whatever, families meet, and then they make a decision. But the word love in any of those scenarios does not appear. What's even more interesting is the word love and the feeling of love (laughs) really resides on our Western side of the world and how we do things and when we say we're getting married. But those other marriages seem to last longer. So let's talk about it a little bit. Marriage and love, yes, you want it there. Yes, you you will be in a great benefit to have love as part of your marriage. But in most cases, (laughs) um, love is somewhere lower on the list because love doesn't pay bills. Love doesn't get you... Um, from point A to point B. It certainly doesn't put gas in your car or food in a refrigerator. I mean, love is a decision. And it's a feeling. And just like you don't feel happy all the time, and you don't feel sad all the time, you don't feel good all the time, you don't feel bad all the time, love is one of those things that you have to decide, which is more of the word commitment, be committed to doing even when you don't feel it. Now, I'm going to say this. Love has really been described as a profound mystery. This, this, is, this is how we actually view marriage. It's, it's profound. It's, you know, <laughs> it's one of those mysteries that it is not intended for everyone. I'm saying it clear now because you gotta think about it. You're you're releasing parts of yourself, yet you don't want to change your total self. You're combining histories, meaning whatever your spouse knew, however they grew up, along with how whatever you knew, how you grew up under one roof. Now, the commitment comes in to honoring the fact that you took the vow 
the bow tells you it's going to be good or bad. <laughs> it tells you it's going to be ups and downs, better or worse, sickness and health, all these things. And I don't want you to take what I'm not saying because I'm not telling anybody on this planet, but just listening to me on this podcast to be with somebody that's busting you in the face, giving you black eyes and knocking your teeth out and all that crap. I'm not going to tell you to do that. On the flip side of it, it's still your decision. It's still your decision to stay in it. In a marriage, you're you're creating this blank canvas. You're creating this thing, right? And it's whatever you guys agree and make it. There's situations where I've seen places where the wife doesn't clean up. And in my mind, I'm like, man, that guy's working all day. She needs to be cleaning up. But guess what? No, she don't. If that's not what he requires of her, he may be perfectly fine. With her not cleaning up. And that's their understanding. Okay? You, you following me now? In a, in a marital situation, the understanding is between the two people that took the vows. It doesn't matter if you feel that they're right or wrong. If I feel they're right or wrong. If I feel they've been disrespected. If you feel they've been res- disrespected. If they are okay with how it has worked out and they have an understanding in their blank canvas, in their foul situation, that's just what it is. It's just what it is. People like to take on other people's offenses. I've been guilty. We want to take on other people's what seemingly is their downfall. But I'm going to tell you this. If you've ever tried to take sides in a marriage, you'll see how quickly that thing will turn on you. Because their covenant and their understanding is their covenant and their understanding. I I don't know any other words to tell you. My grandmother, I think, will be married 57 or 56 years, um, April 30th. And I remember asking her at her 40 or something year point, what made it last? What happened? She said, we never fell out of love at the same time. When he was sick of me, I was after him. And when I I was sick of him, he was after me. We simply never got there at the same time. Let me tell you, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, you have to find another reason to stay in a situation like marriage other than the word, the feeling of love. You have to be committed to the situation. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. It's just, you know, my second marriage and my first one was disastrous because I was young. I was hot-headed. He was mean. And I'm going to tell you, that was an atomic bomb. There was abuse. And after a while, I just didn't like him. And that was that. Right? When I got ready to get married again, I was going to the farthest end of that spectrum as I possibly could. And I knew me and that person had to be friends. And me and that person had to have an understanding that I had been somewhere. So you can't just yell and scream at me. And at the best, you got to talk to me like I'm a person. Those were my deal breakers. Your deal breakers may be different because it's your canvas. I'm just saying, going into those situations, you need to be um, upfront, honest with yourself, and understand about this love thing. Okay? All right. Hey, y'all have a good April Fool's. Don't play too many jokes. Thanks for listening, and it's been another episode of What Matters to Q.